welcome back to Help Me Rhonda podcast. Help Me Rhonda with Rhonda Hale. This week, I have decided that we're going to talk about the psychic fried vials. I took a little survey and I asked you guys, do you want to hear about the boy toy vials or would you like to hear from the psychic bride files and I heard very strongly back from both but the one that came back strongest was the psychic bridal Taylor files with this episode I'm kind of coming out of the closet if you will a little bit there are so many people that know me in my personal life and People, maybe you've known me for many, many, many years. There are only a few people who are very close to me who do know that I am psychic. And I have been aware of having an ability to tap into, I guess, paranormal activity since I was about 21 years old. As a bridal tailor, my main goal is to make sure that my bride's happy and comfortable and she gets the best fitting possible and her experience is just off the charts. I Sometimes I look back at my, well, actually quite often I look back at my reviews and I read them and they make me feel so loved and if I'm having a down day, I'm straight that's where I had I read them and they pick me up I mean these brides are so amazing they oh my god the reviews that I get back are like I fucking gave somebody a kidney and if that doesn't pick you up if you're having a bad day I don't know what does but oftentimes during a fitting and when I say oftentimes, I would say um, probably at least two times a week, I will have something that occurs uh, with paranormal visitors. And I will have a bride who's, it's generally occurs when, most often it happens when she's by herself and it's just her and me in the fitting and I'm usually like in the middle of the fitting and I'm just zeroed in, just laser focused on her dress and the fit and everything that has to do with her and her wedding dress. And I will feel, um, I, I get this weird sensation and initially I know immediately that something is going to occur in a paranormal way when I will get on the right side of my body, on my arm mostly, and like up on the side of my face, I will feel like almost like my, I'll get goosebumps and my skin will raise all up here. So much, it's so intense that you can actually see it. And then it'll just progressively get stronger and stronger and stronger. So I continue with the appointment communicating with the bride, trying to stay, you know, here and present in what I'm doing because I am very passionate with what I do and it's important to me that the bride feels 
Like, she's the only thing on my mind. Well, fuck, when this starts happening, I know something else is going to be going on. And there's, without a shadow of a doubt, I'm going to have a paranormal visitor. So, I will give you... I'm going to... I've got lots of these in store for you guys to talk about. But the very first one that I'm going to talk about is someone who wasn't actually a bride. Uh, she was a tailoring client and I don't take clients in general who are not brides. I usually immediately tell people no, unless it's high-end couture or something because I'm kind of expensive and it doesn't make any sense to come to me for tailoring alterations rather uh, unless you have a wedding dress because the price, the cost of my service is usually way more than what you spend on the dress. Even uh, with a lot of wedding dresses, my cost for tailoring is more expensive than the price of the dress because being a couture tailor, I do, you know, 75% or more of the work I do is going to be by hand, needle and thread, old European style. Well, I had this amazing lady here in uh, LA who called me and she had a red carpet event that she needed to attend. And she had a dress that was couture, gorgeous dress, but she, her body frame was very petite and she just wasn't feeling sexy. She wasn't feeling like it was sculpted and curving into her shape. And she really wanted to feel like she looked her best. I actually ended up meeting her because I do offer a concierge service uh, I ended up going to her and while I was with her, it was kind of an emergency service. So I needed to complete the tailoring on the day. So I was in the home and I brought all my equipment with me, you know, a machine if I needed it, my needle and thread, all the stuff I have, this suitcase, it's packed with everything that I need, like basically a shop to go, right? So I'm at her, at the house, and I'm with her, and she is, if you can picture this, she's Chinese. She is, she looks like she lives, like, it looks like she does yoga eight hours a day. I mean, this girl is beautiful. She is, her body is perfect. She's probably, let's see if I can remember, I think she was about, she was pretty small. I think she was about 5'2", maybe 5'1". She was very petite and her body was matched her height. She was just a perfect, 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 petite, beautiful, gorgeous, curvy woman in a very smaller scale. So I would say she was probably a zero. Friendly, lovely. You could tell she was just a beautiful person inside and out. So I'm in the home I've got the kitchen table completely set up with all my tailoring equipment, etc. I'm working on the dress and I usually, when I do a concierge appointment, I'll usually bring champagne. It's just what I do. And also, I kind of want this appointment that you're having with me to feel 
like it's something fun and have a great time. So I brought the champagne, puts it in the fridge, pops it later, and she's sipping on it. Meanwhile, we're getting to know each other while I'm working on the dress and, and actually stitching it. We are uh, visiting and I get this feeling. It's this this feeling. It goes right up my arm, starts from my wrist, goes up my up my forearm, over to my shoulder, goes right up my right cheek, and I'm like, oh God. I knew immediately that I was about ready to have a paranormal visitor. And I just knew someone from the other side was going to be showing up. And God, it just, it fucking is really uncomfortable when it happens because I'm trying to be professional. I'm trying to not weird people out. I'm trying to just focus on you and what I'm here for and what you paid for me to do. And while I'm in the process of, you know, getting to know her, it just keeps going and, and getting stronger and stronger. It kind of like it, it goes over my head, starts going down my left cheek and starts traveling down my left arm. And pretty soon, both of my arms, my whole face is covered in goosebumps. And I just know that someone is going to show up from the other side. So when this comes, I just try to push it away and not pay attention to it and just focus on her. Well, the strong, the feeling just keeps getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And eventually I am talking to her and she, she's talking to me about her little boy. She's talking to me about this event she's going to. She's talking to me about her husband and what he does. And we're having a good time. We have a great connection. Meanwhile, in the, like, on my end, the right corner of the room, this woman appears. And I'm like, great. Um, I'm just going to ignore her. I'm going to pretend like she's not there because I got to keep doing this and I need to, I have a job to do, right? So I am trying to stay professional. And the lady who's in the corner is wearing this um, mandarin collar, very, it's all black, Chinese dress, like traditional Chinese black dress. It's long sleeved, it comes down to her wrists and it's, it, it's, straight. She's probably like, oh my God, she's probably four foot 11. She's shorter than my client. She's uh, an older lady. The, the thing, the other thing that, that they do is when they, when they show up, the way I see them is it's kind of hard for me to describe. I'm going to need to, to uh, take a vape here. Hold on. <laughs> like, Seriously, I feel the anxiety now of how I feel when this happens. Um, so anyway, for those of you who are watching me on YouTube, this literally is zero nicotine in my vape. Uh, it's just, it's purely for uh, pleasure and relaxation, but it, there is nothing in it that's going to hurt me. Anyway, I am, um, when this happens, initially I feel their energy. The room gets thick. It's almost palpable, right? And 
when they show up, I don't, it's like if I close my eyes, I can still see them and I can see the energy where they are. I can, I can see kind of the vicinity of the room or the space where they are at. If I close my eyes, I can still see the person standing there. And so I could completely tell you what their physical frame is like, how tall they're showing me, uh, what their hair color is, how long their hair is, how it's styled, what type of clothes they're wearing, what color their clothes are. Uh, I, I can see, I can describe their features. It's, it's even if my eyes are closed, but then if I open my eyes, I can actually visually see them and it, it appears to be like, for example, if I were a paranormal being that, you're, say you're on YouTube and you're watching me, if you're on a podcast listening on YouTube or on, on iTunes or on Spotify or one of the other platforms that this is broadcasting from, you can't see this. But say you're looking straight at me you can see the dresses behind me. You can see the, the black outline of the chair behind my back, right? If I were looking at myself and I happen to be a paranormal visitor, I would be able to, I would be transparent and, and I would be able to see my whole self, but I would be sheer and you could see right through me and you could still see the whole chair and you could see all the dresses. So I wouldn't be blocking out this outline of Rhonda with cat ears on. By the way, thank you Tatien for my beautiful cat ears. My brides always, they know that I cannot work without wearing cat ears. And so I have an enormous, gorgeous, adorable collection of cat ears that I wear Every time I'm working, whether people are here or not, I have cat ears on. It just gets me in the, in the mode, you know. I'm in, in the zone with my cat ears. So Tatiana in New York got me these beautiful cat ears. I don't know if she made them or not, but I have never seen any like these. They're kind of sparkly and pretty. They're very comfortable. I love them. And they make me feel magical. So, anyway, I can see through the image of the person who is uh, the energy of the person who's there. And the way that I like to describe it is um, people, people get uh, people who have never maybe had a paranormal experience or they are maybe that's out of their comfort zone. The way I try to explain it to people is when somebody comes and tells me that, hey, I'm here, I'm with this person, I never am afraid of this person because when they've passed over and they're on the other side, they're actually more alive than, than I am or than you are. They just don't have a body. They, if anything, they're, like I said, they're more alive. They, they feel more emotion. They are no longer in pain. If they were in pain before, they're not in pain now at all. And so I think with, without the encumbrances of a human form, a body that we are inhabiting when we are living in a body, uh, experiencing human life, you have all that, like right now, I think about, well, I'm a little bit nervous because I'm talking about something that's 
Like, I'm seriously, I'm telling people who had no fucking clue that I'm psychic, who have known me almost my whole life, probably, who've never known. Well, now I'm telling you. So I'm feeling this anxiety. I'm feeling a little nervous, right? Telling you all this. And they don't feel that any longer. They have no inhibitions. So they don't have any feelings of physical pain. That's gone. They don't have any anxiety or any emotions that would weigh down on their ability to be themselves. And another thing that they do, and I learned this the hard way because they all, they will decide when they're, at least when they come to me, and I can't speak for other people who are able to communicate or, or, or have people from the other side come and visit them and talk to them uh, like they do with me. But with me, what they'll do is they'll come and they will show me themselves at whatever time in life that they felt most comfortable or felt maybe their most authentic self or the part of them that they loved or whatever, what for whatever reason, I don't know. But they choose the form or the age or the size, you know, of where they were when they... They, they pick their size, they pick their shape, they pick the time in their life that they're showing me. So through the years when this has happened, I and I am expressing to whoever the recipient is of this information, whoever they're channeling me to give this information to, I will tell them, okay, they're showing me a person in their 60s or they're showing me a person in their 70s or they're showing me a person who's like seven or eight or nine. But I think they're this old. I think that possibly, and, and a lot of times when they're communicating to you, they're really, they talk fast. Like they, it's almost as if they're downloading information and they're giving me this big, huge file of information and it's coming at me so so much information faster than what you and I could talk. Like basically it's like it's like when you're watching a movie and you see all these things happening in the background and you see the storyline and you hear the person talking and this is what there's so much going on that that a picture is more than a thousand words, right? So when they're talking to me and showing me themselves, not only am I absorbing and trying to take in how they look and and how to describe them, but I'm also feeling the download that they're communicating to me. And in my personal experience, I cannot speak for other people who have, um, who are psychic and have the gift to be able to speak to people on the other side. But when they communicate with me, I would say in general, not always, but most of the time, they're quite loud. They're very intense. Their message is like, like almost like on a megaphone. And they're really like, saying whatever it is they want to say and they just kind of repeat themselves over and over and over to me. So this beautiful woman appears to me in the corner of the room and I'm, oh God, I'm like, oh God, it's happening again. Cause I can't control it. I, I can't control it. I have tried, I try to be, uh, just stay here present, you know, in the 3D world and uh, not not dig, not pull information from anybody or try to read people. It's not something I'm trying to do. It just happens. 
and she's in the corner and she starts telling me that this is her granddaughter and she has a very important message for her and she needs to talk to her. And this gorgeous woman in real life is standing here. Well, they're both in real life, I guess, but my client is standing there in the room and we're actually in the middle of a conversation. And this other lady shows up and she starts talking to me and telling me that she has something super, super important that she needs to tell her granddaughter. Well, I'm sure that well, at least I can only imagine how I'm trying to stay as present and collected as possible. But I mean, you feel a little crazy because this person is talking to you and your head is full of what they're trying to tell you. And then this real life person is standing there having a conversation and I'm actually talking with her and this other person is here and I'm trying to tell her in my mind, hey, I, this is awkward. I can't tell her right now. It's just not professional and I don't want to freak her out. So can you just please not yell at me? Because it almost feels like they're yelling. And so I say, can you, could you just please not yell right now? I, I'll talk to you in a minute. Can you please? And I try to block her out. And then I talk to my client and I'm like, it just, she just keeps getting louder. She just gets louder and louder and louder and she won't freaking fucking stop. I mean, she's just coming at me super loud. I need to speak with her. I have something to tell her. It's very important. You need to tell her I'm here. You need to tell her I'm here. And so it gets to a point where every single time I have to find this, like, not freak out way of telling my client that there's a paranormal visitor in the corner of the freaking room. And so I looked at her and I tell her, hey, so um, something crazy, I'll just, <laughs> you know, sometimes when I am at a fitting or with a client, sometimes times I, I have this gift and sometimes someone from the other side will show up with a message <laughs> isn't that crazy <laughs> and the ladies in the corner tell her I'm here tell her I'm here tell her I'm here da -da 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 -da. she keeps going on and on and on and my client I tell her this and she's like oh my god are you serious that's crazy that's so scary her first thing out of her mouth is she tells me that's so scary so I'm like, okay, this is not going well. How am I going to tell her? Because this lady is not going to stop yelling at me until I tell her that she's here and tell her what exactly she needs to tell her. So I tell my client, yeah, actually that does happen. I can't control it. They just show up and apparently they, the word's out that I can hear them. And so whenever I'm with a bride or a client who has some message or some information that someone from the other side needs to tell them, they show up and start talking to me. She's like, oh my God, that's so crazy. That's like, like, I wonder if someone's here right now, she said. And I'm like, okay, that's all I needed. <laughs> and so she says that and I say, well, actually, yeah, there is someone here. And she freaked the fuck out. Actually, that is the first person I've ever had that really freaked out. She freaked out and she's like, oh my God, I'm so scared. No, 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 please don't. I'm like, 
Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Please do not be afraid. They're not here to upset you. They're not here to hurt you. It's someone who loves you and they just have a little message for you. And she's like, are you serious? And, I'm, and she's like really kind of having some anxiety about it. And this is like the thing that I'm always worried about. I'm, I'm always, I have been always worried that someone's going to, you know, have anxiety or get, get terrified that like there's a freaking ghost in the living room, right? And so I told her, I said, okay, the first thing I want to tell you is, can I describe to you what she looks like? And then you can determine if you know her and she, I, I know what she's telling me, but sometimes when they refer to themselves as a mother or a father or a grandmother, sometimes it's usually someone in their life who felt like a mother figure to you and it maybe wasn't a mother. So can I just tell you what she's saying? She's like, okay, and like she didn't have a real big choice because this lady is screaming at me and she won't stop. So then I tell my client, I describe to her what this woman looks like first, just like I did to you earlier. I tell her she's about yay high, like she's probably not even five foot tall. She is, she looks Asian to me. I would guess Chinese. I, I can't be certain. She is wearing a black dress. It looks like a, it actually looks like she's wearing a long skirt and a long Mandarin style coat or jacket or top or something and it's all black and she has the uh like the little frog closures that are like the handmade ones that go up here and she's um probably she's thicker in figure and she's showing her herself at like the age honestly she's showing me her, like at her 60s probably mid 60s and she has a lot of love for you and I don't know if she's your grandmother but she does keep saying that she's your grandmother as soon as I said this my client started bawling and this is a reaction that is actually quite common especially when whoever my client is recognizes the description as someone who they know and if I've said that it that the uh, the visitor says that they are of a mother energy or a grandmother energy or an aunt energy or grandfather or whatever uh, then they'll they'll kind of feel they'll 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 recognize the person and they'll know spot on and occasionally occasionally the paranormal visitor will either Sometimes they'll say a name, but sometimes they're very hard to understand. They'll say like, sometimes it'll it'll be a word and I can't hardly break it down. It'll be like, um, like someone who's Clarine or Clarice or Clarissa or something with a C and it it's like, you know, and I can't really hear what they're saying because it's hard for me to, sometimes it's hard for me to break down and hear exactly the clear word or name that they're giving and sometimes it's clear as a bell and they'll give their name crystal clear and they'll say my name is Rebecca or they'll say something very very clear or sometimes they will make this big they'll cause a huge letter like it's literally like two and a half three feet 
tall, big, like neon letter and it'll be an M or it'll be a C or it'll be whatever. I'll say, I don't know what the name is, but I know that it, they're showing me a big letter C or they're showing me a big letter M or something like that. Or sometimes they'll be speaking in another language and I don't understand what they're saying. And I just say, well, they're speaking in another language. I don't know what they're saying, but they tell me they're your grandmother. Well, anyway, I'm telling her that this woman says she's her grandmother and she tells me this. She's like, oh my God, that is my grandmother. That's exactly my grandmother. What is she wearing? And I described again her outfit. She says, that is 100% my grandmother. And I said, okay, well, she has a very important message that she wants me to tell you. May I give you the message? And she says, absolutely. And she's very joyful now. She's very happy. She's She's not panicking. She doesn't have anxiety because it's not some stranger, you know, that's popped up in her living room that's like there to haunt her or something. It's someone that she loved and knew in her life. And I told her the message was that uh, it was about her little boy. And it was his ear. And during this process when the grandmother was giving me the message I felt a really 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 sharp pain in my right ear and it was just it was hurting you know and I, I knew when they do that they'll give me the feeling or the emotion that they're feeling and so sometimes they're so ecstatic or they're so feeling so emotional that they've actually been able to make contact with this loved one that they feel this bubbling of emotion and and it will cause me to become feel that emotion so strongly that I can't stop myself so I will usually start crying or you know because I feel this joy and this happiness that I've that they are making this contact they they channel it through me well I told my client that what she is saying is that the little boy has something wrong he's got some kind of infection in his right ear, I believe it was the right ear if I remember correctly. I think it was due to something he was eating. I think it was that he needed to stop drinking dairy or having dairy because it was causing his ear or something to cause infection or pain in his ear. And then she showed me the little boy. So the little boy is alive. He's not passed away. And the grandmother showed me an image of this little boy. And so then I began to describe my client's little boy to her. And I said, he looks like this. He is about this big. And then the grandmother starts sharing with me his personality type, what he's like. Uh, and he happened to be very inward. He is a child who is has higher than normal intelligence level. He's a child that has a higher than normal sensitivity and understanding to animals and all living things. Like even a bug, she was showing me, the the grandmother put her hand out like this and showed me a bug on the hand. She goes, he wouldn't even hurt a bug, she showed me. And I told the mother this and the mother lost it. She just, she lost it. And she started crying. She's like, this is exactly my child. This is exactly him. He literally will not even hurt a bug. And he, I think he was, uh, his speech was slower to come, but I think, I think he was close to four years old. 
and if I remember correctly, I'm sure the bride will contact me if I got any of my facts like, twisted because after you give a reading to somebody, you kind of feel connected to them. So they later become friends and, and I'm sure that she will text me if I got something like a little bit like not completely clear. But because this, this happened like a year ago. So she's telling me all this stuff about him. And then she has all this information that she wants to tell me about where he needs to go to school and where she said that he is in whatever school he was in right then. She said was not good for him because he doesn't learn that way and he is he requires a different type of learning in order to tap into his amazing intelligence. He's like this super, super smart kid and he's just not going to flourish in a regular school. And it was really funny because when I brought this up to the mom, she's like, I've been wondering about this and I, I haven't wanted to put him here to this school and I've been wanting to put him in a different school. And I said, yeah, he needs to be in a different type of school. And, and she was connecting with me on that. And she said, yes, we've, this has been a big issue, the whole school thing. And he definitely does. Like, I remember him. He's been pulling on his ear, but he doesn't talk very much. He's like, he has a hard time. He doesn't communicate much with words. And she said, so this makes perfect sense. I'm going to take him to the doctor right away. Well, after the appointment was over, obviously we bonded. <laughs> and uh, she called me or texted me later. I don't know what it was told me she took him to the doctor and sure enough he has a raging ear infection in his ear and they changed his diet I believe and we're working towards him uh, changing the type of school he was in even got to the point where the grandmother was telling me what his calling was as far as adulthood what his gifts would cause him to be more inclined in a certain type of career. She was saying that he'd be a really good veterinarian. He'd be a really good working with animals and healing animals. She said that was a gift that he naturally had. And when I mentioned that to my client, she was confirming this is crazy because that's exactly how he is. Like any kind of living creature, he has this amazing connection and is able to almost just feel what they're feeling. And I said, well, that's exactly what he is. He's, he's got a gift. So that is <laughs> one of many, 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 many times that I have had paranormal visitors when I am in the middle of a fitting. And it's like I said, it's out of my control. I cannot control it. Okay, let me rewind that. I don't make it happen. Let me just say it like that. So if I'm with a bride, okay, so there was this other time. This was in San Diego, in my office over there, at, when I was there. I am in the middle of a fitting, right? And I'm with a bride at the time. All of a sudden, I start smelling this really like strong cigarette smoke. I mean, it is really getting strong and I'm thinking what the fuck is wrong with the vents in here I'm thinking it's some moron upstairs smoking at their office like who the fuck does that come on and so I'm getting to the point where I'm feeling embarrassed because it's so strong that I'm thinking that 
it's going to make me look unprofessional. So I make a comment to my bride and I'm like, oh, I am so sorry. Can That cigarette smoke is a, such a strong smell. I apologize. She goes, I don't smell anything. All I can smell is your candle. It smells wonderful. I love your candle. It smells really great. I'm like, all of a sudden I feel this sweeping rays of goosebumps on my right arm which goes up my my neck the right side of my face and sure enough i knew i wasn't smelling cigarette smoke in this dimension it was definitely from somewhere else so i just kind of waited until the decide the person decided to show themselves i go through my fitting and like not even five minutes later this woman is in my office. Uh, she is. She looks like she's from the 1960s, like the cool period, like the Twiggy period. You know, she's wearing this bright orange, like persimmon orange tunic dress. She's very gaunt. She's very thin. She's very classy. Just the way she's standing there, she's smoking, and she's, she's like, she, you could tell she's very, like, she comes from money. The lady, she's got some worth, you can tell, uh, just how she is, and how she's holding herself, how she's carrying herself with just this sassy, just kind of, huh, uh, do you know who I am? kind of attitude and she's in there smoking and I look through her and I'm like I look at her rather <laughs> through her yes and I look at her and I just asked her if she could please stop smoking and she just laughed this kind of gruff hoarse laugh <laughs> and I thought okay all right I mean they all have their their personalities right so I tell my bride and I as, as of up to now, unless brides don't listen to my podcast and find out that I'm psychic, I still have yet to find a gentle way of telling them that there is a paranormal visitor. So I look at my bride and I say, you know, <laughs> something weird happens sometimes. And during fittings, I... Just, I happen to be psychic, and once in a while, someone will show up for a bride. Isn't that crazy? And the bride will go, oh my god, that's so cool. Wow, really? I wonder if somebody will show up for me. I'm like, well, actually, that's why I brought it up. You do have someone here right now. And she says, oh my god, I have someone here right now? I said, yes, you do. That's why I brought it up. Are you okay? Can I tell you who they are? And she says... Yes, please tell me. So I describe this woman to her. She starts bawling. She starts crying. She's like, that's my grandmother. I am so close to her. I know exactly who you're talking about. It's her description exactly. She has this platinum blonde hair. And she's very, she was very wealthy. She was from the East Coast. And she's just a very sophisticated, classy lady. And she knew exactly who she was, and she had a message for her, and it was more of a loving message. It was more to tell her, hey, sweetheart, I just want you to know I'm here, and I've been here the whole time, and I do like the guy you're marrying, and you're not alone. 
and at your wedding I will be there and the bride it was it's always a very it always ends up being a very touching beautiful thing and the bride ends up just telling me that the entire time that's who she really that's the one thing she was very sad about with the wedding was that her grandmother couldn't be there and now she says how happy she is because she now knows that she's going to be there. And I mean, with a description like that, you know who people are. So, okay, so I'm out of the closet, guys. I'm a psychic bridal tailor. And uh, yeah, I get paranormal visitors. And they usually have very, well, they always have a loving message. They always have, they always come in love. I am really, really careful with my own energy. I am really cognizant of keeping my energy and my vibration extremely high and I know most people out there are listening they're like "Ooh, she's a cuckoo but the fact is that where you allow your vibration to resonate and vibrate at is going to determine very much what type of experiences are going to be attracted and pulled into your daily human experience. So I have not always been woo-woo and uh, like this, but I have noticed that by keeping my vibration high, I am able to control the type of visitors that I do get. Because there was a time in my life when I was maybe succumbing to the daily grind, right? And I was allowing myself to get absorbed in maybe the um, hard knocks of life, right? I've been through a bit. So as a single mother, you can get discouraged sometimes. Like, it seems like sometimes there's never enough money or you can't just work hard enough just to make fucking things work out for fucking ends to meet, right? And that can be, that can weigh down on you. And if you allow, like I did at the time maybe, to allow your energy to focus on, you allow your attention to focus on the things that aren't going right in your life, the things you don't like, the experiences or the people who are maybe backstabbing or people who aren't there for you, people don't show up for you, or just things that you can't control that keep to seem flying towards you. If you keep focusing on those things, I've learned that you continually attract more of those things. And so I worked hard and do daily focus on keeping my vibration, being very conscious of where my vibration's at. So I start my day raising it very, very high and keeping it there. And I have noticed that the type of paranormal visitor that makes themselves known to me now is very, very different than the ones that were showing up, say, 10 years ago. Big, 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 big difference. Yeah, those other ones at the lower vibration, maybe not so cool. It's the lady in orange and the grandmother with the uh, Mandarin outfit on. Those are cool people. Some of the others that show up when your vibration's down, not so cool. So I am just really conscious because I love and I feel honored and I feel blessed that they choose to communicate through me 
occasionally, a few times a week, to my brides. And hopefully they continue allow, to allow me to give loving messages to my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful sweet brides. But um, I did ask permission from my daughter. My daughter also inherited my gift. And she said it was okay if I share this. When my daughter Zoe and I are together, if there's anything that either one of us are concerned or worried or interested or need to find out about, we can both channel and pretty much find out and know just about anything that we need to know. This isn't something that I focus on all the time. Uh, it's something that in my life has just become more and more a part of my life. Uh, not with any, I guess, as I have made more of an effort to focus on monitoring my vibration and keeping it higher, it has become more and more present in my life. And I'm not upset at it. I'm not mad at it. I'm fine with it. But it's it's not something that I've ever shared with people. I mean, it's something that I tell brides when it does happen, I kind of have to tell them because otherwise their loved one or their spirit guide, whoever's there, sometimes it's not somebody that they even knew in their present life, but it's definitely somebody who knows something about them and or things about them and is there to help them. But it's actually been a blessing and it's been allowed it's allowed me to be hopefully a blessing to other people in that way who doesn't want to hear from somebody that they loved so that is me telling you my first i guess story and a half story two stories from the bright from the uh psychic bridal taylor files and there are many 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 more and hopefully the next episode will have you rolling on the floor laughing, but I kind of had to come clean because I figured that starting this podcast, I need to be as organic and authentic as possible. And that really truly is very much a part of who I am. And it's not something I can control, like the color of my hair. <laughs> I wasn't born with blonde hair. I can control that. Being psychic, no, I can't control that. So I figured from the very beginning, I just need to like just it would just take so much pressure off me if from the beginning I am honest with everybody out there and saying, OK, hey, that's a small sliver of who I am. So here's a little preview for the next episode. The next episode is going to be from the very much awaited Boy Toy Files. I'm going to be sharing how I got started with my very scientific, well, rondatific method of organizing my boy toy rotation. I call it an algorithm. I don't do algebra, but I call it that because in my mind, that's what it is. But basically, it's what I developed in order to determine what age group of man is a qualifies in the boy toy category and why and what type of guy what personality of guy um 
you know, all the basic rules that I set up through trial and error that really gave me a fantastic system that relied, that I relied on for many years, like a full decade almost. And, uh, was pretty awesome. So I've got a lot of very fun stories to come. Tune in. If you aren't already following me on Instagram, you need to be. Follow me on Help Me Rhonda Official on Instagram, and that is spelled R-O-N-D-A. Help Me Rhonda Official is my Instagram page. Follow me there. That way you'll be kind of in tune with new episodes coming your way, what they're about, you know, what's going on in my life, what the buzz is, what's happening in my life. Follow me on, if you listen to podcasts on your iPhone, I'm going to be on your iTunes uh, Apple Podcast. And I'm also on Spotify and many, many other platforms. I also, if you are listening to me and you're like, this bitch is crazy, I want to know what she fucking looks like, you can actually tune in and listen to me on YouTube as well and see me because it's not just my voice on YouTube, I actually videotape it using a Shure microphone system. So I'm able to do the audio and the video on YouTube. So you can check me out there. Just look up Help Me Rhonda with Rhonda Hale. And that is R-O-N-D-A-H-A-L-E. Tune in. It is my goal to provide you with fun, interesting, if not hilarious, in, uh, podcast every Wednesday and we will see where this bitch goes. We will see what happens. Stay tuned. Tell all your friends. If you're enjoying this, tell everybody you know. Uh, I am enjoying this immensely. Have an awesome week and I will see you and talk to you next week. Ciao.